Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Boy, he's really been good. Hassan Reddick. You know, we've had some really good free agent signings through the years with the Birds. You know, John Runyon comes to mind. Troy Vincent comes to mind. Ricky Waters, even though it started shaking that first game, was a great player. This Reddick guy, man, he's ranking up there. John Reddick, Slay, or Hargrave, Defensive Player of the Year for the team. Because I heard on the post game yesterday, NBC Sports Philly. I think I think it might have been Ruben Frank. They're talking about how it seemed like it was Slay in the beginning of the year. You know what? It's tough. It's tough. Uh, you don't get the production at defensive tackle that that wows people. Uh, but Javon. His his production is wowing. So you think Reddick though is past Slay? But I th- yeah I think Reddick is such a man. He's such it's a terrific. weapon. And and you know yesterday, uh, BG was coming off a great game. Yep. The the game before that was not a great setup for him yesterday. You know the the quickness of the quarterback and his ability to set that edge against the run. It it sort of was more tailored to Reddick's skill set. You know, being able to to shine on on that particular day, uh, but I thought you saw just a major difference in in you know high end speed and agility between Reddick and BG yesterday. I agree, and Sweat as well. I mean, Sweat is he's really playing good. Yeah, he's playing. He's got you know he's he reminds me a little bit of Derek Burgess Sweat. And the thing about Derek mm. Burgess when Derek Burgess came on with the Eagles in '04 when he returned from that injury, it was really unfortunate that he was headed to free agency, and with such a great collection of guys, they lost him. They lost Burgess right when he started becoming good. And I see Sweat as someone similar to Burgess stylistically, and, of course, you got him on a contract for some years to come here. So Sweat's so much longer than Derek. Yeah, Burgess. he is longer. Sweat, I mean, Sweat's really long. He's one of the longest, you know, they've had. Yeah. All right, Elliot Shore Parks joins us shortly. Let's go to Tyrone in Middletown. Hi, Tyrone. Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. Sorry, did I? Good afternoon, good sir. How are you, Tyrone? Oh, yeah. Great game. Um, watching the Eagles yesterday. Uh, I must admit, I'm very happy to see our team being 13-1 and leading the NFC East and number one seed going into the playoffs. And uh, potentially, we probably have contenders for coach of the year, a player of the year, a D-line of the year, <laughs> you know, a lot of awards. They should I- win them all, Tyrone. And, and they, they probably won't win them all. But they should yeah. win Coach of the Year, they should win Executive of the Year, and they should win MVP. I mean, they, they, they should. Definitely, because this is a historic Eagles team in the fact that I don't know if we've ever had this many wins in one year. I mean, you probably have to go back to 1960 when uh, I have to read the history books or something like that. But um, also, the one thing that concerns me, though, realistically, 
taking too many hits. And I think yeah. the, the I think the coaching staff, I, I think they really are taking them for granted to the extent that someone, I had overheard a comment where someone had said, this looks like a game where I think we should run Jalen more. And I think that that uh, you don't you don't in a lot of situations you don't understand who how good or something is until you lose. And I well and I yeah listen I'll, I'll tell you this Tyrone I'll tell you this they're playing with fire man. I mean Jalen Hurts is obviously bigger and tougher than than most QBs and so he can he can take more but he is not indestructible. I mean, listen, we saw Rocky take down the seemingly indestructible Drago. We saw UNLV lose in 1991 to Duke. We saw it Someday Jalen Hurts could get year. injured. Like, it could happen. It did happen last year, John. You're right. It was an ankle. Yeah. I mean, he is, we saw Mike Tyson lose. If Mike Tyson can lose, Jalen Hurts can get injured. And, and they are playing with some fire there. Yet again, James, another example of when I give – References I go to the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, like, I could have said we saw the Patriots lose in That's 07. what I thought you were going to say. Nope. I was, yeah, it's going to be like 16 no Patriots. I went Drago, sure. I went Tyson, and I, and I went uh, UNLV. Yeah, what are you going to do? All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk to our next guest. We love having Elliot Short Parks on the show, and of course, we love a 13 and 1 football team. How you doing, Elliot? Well, I feel like I'm in Miami after being in Chicago for the last <laughs> yeah. few days. It feels. You know, tropical here in Philadelphia. But unlike so Howard Eskin, you're not complaining about it. Like, you're just oh, commenting yeah. on it. Because Howard, man, when he called in, holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had to stand outside for four hours. So I will say his was a little tough. Yeah, but, but he'll, yeah. he'll let you know he had to stand outside for four hours. And that's where Howard yeah. loses some credibility there. It's like, yeah, we know Howard. We know. All right, Elliot, <laughs> let's get to it. Speaking of outside, um, agree or disagree? Nick Sirianni hopes in the next month to get some really cold weather days on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays so we can get Jalen Hurts and the Eagles outside for practice and try to ramp up the preparation for mid to late January in the playoffs in Philadelphia. And I thought there was a real lesson there yesterday. Clearly Hurts struggled for a while with the elements. And if I'm Sirianni, that is a real priority in the next month to try to practice. Yeah, I I 100% agree. And, you know, we can give our opinion on what we think about it, but Jalen himself said it was a problem yesterday, right? So there's there's no real debate Mm -hmm. about it. This is something that he acknowledged was an issue. He said, it, you know, his hands were numb, and, you know, that's why he kind of got off to a, a bad start. So, yeah, it's very clearly an issue, um, and they're going to be playing home playoff games in January. This win yesterday pretty much wrapped that up. So the good news is I think this is a problem that is should be easy to fix. You know, this shouldn't be that complicated. Just figure out a way to make sure his hands are feeling warmer at the start of the game. I would think with all the sports science they have going on down there at the NovaCare, with a full month they should be able to figure that out. But – yeah, he admitted it was a concern, so it's definitely something they have to work on. Miles Sanders had 42 yards on the ground yesterday. Which is more true? Uh, the coaches got away from the run game or the Bears took Miles Sanders away? I, I guess I would lean that it's the coaches, uh, you know, kind of leaning away from the run game, but I don't think it was an in-game thing. I think it was they went into that matchup with the Bears yesterday feeling very confident they could throw the ball. And I know that how much a coach runs the ball is always going to be a hot topic here in Philadelphia. But if we all agree that Jalen's the MVP, and we all agree A.J. Brown's awesome, and Devontae Smith is awesome, I can't fault the head coach for going into a game and saying, all right, I'm going to pass the ball, right? And then if it's not going well, okay, maybe you, you, you do run it a little more. I think too much of any extreme is not a good thing. And Miles should have had it more in the first quarter and a half. 
But Jalen is the MVP. A.J. Brown is awesome. So I could see why you wouldn't abandon a game plan after a few bad series. We gave up 157 yards on the ground. How big a problem is that? Well, I'm assuming that's including the Justin Fields yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's a bit of a right. So it's a bit of a unique case there because you know then you subtract Justin Fields, you're only at 60 something yards. So I thought they were they were pretty good against the run. Obviously, Justin Fields, he's a special athlete. You saw that on the big long run that he had yesterday. That was almost a touchdown. He's very hard to tackle. I did think that some of the effort on that play, you know, was not ideal. But overall, I think this this run defense has shown against really good running teams over this last month that they can stop the run when they need to. And the good news for them is there's no Justin Fields coming up in the playoffs. All the quarterbacks they're going to face presumably are nowhere close to him as a runner. So I, mm. I don't think it's a big concern. Uh, Kayvon Wallace got a lot of action. How did he end up playing? I thought he actually did did pretty well. And this was a spot where, I, you know, I have to look at his snap counts again, but I think he played quite a bit. Yeah, he played a yes, lot, yep. Yeah, and, um, you know, I guess the best compliment you could probably give him is there weren't almost any moments where I said, oh, yeah, there's Kayvon, right? Like, I thought he did a good job. Mm -hmm. It's a good opponent. It was a good opponent for him to go up against. They're not a a good passing team by any stretch, so I think it fits well to his game. Um, You know, I still think they really need Chauncey Gardner-Johnson back. I think Reed Blankenship was playing at a high level. But props to to Kayvon for stepping into that spot and uh, playing well. What about Avante Maddox, uh, second game back? Yeah, I, th- I thought he played well, too. I mean, he had the forced fumble along the sideline. Yeah. Um, and they moved him around quite a bit, too. You know, I, I mean, Kayvon was, you know, he did get a lot of snaps there at safety. But they moved Devontae uh, around, too. So, I, I, you know, they were somewhat creative in how they uh, used him. So, yeah, I thought Devontae, you know, the hamstring injury coming off of how long he was out, it's a concern as to will he be able to come back and be the same player? How will he recover in between games? And so far, all indications is that, that it's going really well. Was Brett Kern, our new punter, better than Aaron Sipos? <laughs> well, he didn't punt him much yesterday. What, yeah, he punted two. two or three times? Right, yeah. yeah. So, I guess. I mean, I, I thought Sipos was kind of, in this city, uh, you know, unfairly criticized at times. I know he was not great. But the last, you know, month, six weeks where he was punting before he got hurt, I thought he was fine. So, you know, Brett Kern, yeah, I thought he stepped in yesterday and uh, and did a good job. But, this team is not going to be punting much. So I can hold you go. how big of a deal it is. Elliot Sherp Parks with us here. Elliot, Eagles Cowboys on Saturday, short week. We yeah. had a caller, or maybe it was two earlier today, advocate, yeah, maybe a little hold some stuff back. I don't think he was saying don't play the players, but. Elliot said yesterday he would uh, consider. All right, so what's your back. mindset now, Elliot? The Eagles won, Cowboys lost, Minnesota won. Eagles' magic number, I guess, is one, I believe, right, for the conference. So right. w- would you play all the players? Would you not show your best plays? If you're Sirianni, what are you doing here? Yeah, I think that yesterday's win pretty much moved the moved the goalpost past this Cowboys game. This Cowboys game, it'll be a fun game. It's Christmas Eve. It's a rival. I understand fans want to go and beat Dallas. Emotionally, I get that. But the best decisions in life are not made through emotion. And if you're looking at where this team is at right now, their goal is the Super Bowl. They pretty much have home field locked up. Their goal now is to do whatever they can do. So when January comes, they are the most prepared. Uh, what are you saying? Are you saying don't play no. Jalen Hurts? What I'm saying is I would seriously consider resting the guys. I mean, I think you would have to talk to the, the leadership to a certain extent to see how they feel. But I wouldn't show anything. I would not give, give away whatever game plan you have to 
to beat the Cowboys. I think this game now is mostly meaningless. It's mostly a meaningless game. So they still I haven't locked it up. They but they will. Have, though, but they, they will. They need one win in the last three games. Yeah. And I think going all out against a divisional opponent on a short week, that's your third straight road game, the way Jalen's been getting hit, I would be. I would seriously consider, you know, mm. almost just tanking this game away. Well, I, I think this is crazy. Yeah, I can't go there. I, I don't. Why though? Why? Because you have not locked. You haven't locked it up. You want the one seed that's still up for grabs. You have you to win. They have to lose. Do you think they're going to lose the next three games? No. Do you think they're going to lose? Okay. Well, then if you don't think that, then the best thing this team can do is prioritize health. We well, hold on, but, hold on. But, Elliot, here's part of what I don't like your your plan here. Because you're, you're walking a fine line between saying don't show your full hand but maybe play the players. So here's my deal. I'm not going to play Hurts and not scheme my best to try to win. I mean, I might not pull out a, a flea flicker that I could use in a, in a divisional round in the playoffs. But here's my thing. If I'm putting Jalen Hurts out there, then I'm trying to win the game. Because I don't want the Dallas Cowboys to feel a sense of momentum that they beat the Eagles with Hurts. I just don't want that. Yeah, and I, I understand that because what you're basically saying is don't go halfway in. Either yeah, do I mean, it or don't 100% do it, right? that's I what think, I'm saying. Yeah. If you're not going to yeah. play Hurts, then don't play Hurts. But don't play Hurts yeah. and, you know, put three toes in the water. If Hurts is in the game, ten toes in the water, let's try to win. Can you imagine the and, backlash if we just say, hey, guess what? Jalen's not playing this week. Like It's not going to happen. For rest reasons. There was a lot of backlash when they rested starters against Washington. That was the right decision. There was a lot of backlash when they rested guys throughout training camp. That was the right decision. So this is a team that has shown that I agree. They're not going to sit their guys in, in Christmas. I think it's our Christmas Eve. It's more just an interesting discussion. But I don't believe backlash would be okay. why they wouldn't. How Elliott did Hurts look to you after the game? I mean, the shoulder shot to me was the scariest hit he's taken the entire season. By the yeah. way, he took some other big ones including that one he was running up the middle, and the dude just drilled him and just put him backwards. Um, how did he physically look after the game? He looked, to me, normal. I didn't notice, you know, ice on his shoulder and, or him moving any slow or anything like that. I did think there was an interesting quote he gave uh, on the field after the game. He was asked about how his shoulder was, and he said, basically, I don't know, we'll see. I, I think mm. that's being a little overlooked. So I do think he took a lot of hits yesterday. Um and, yeah, I mean, he looks fine, again, physically walking around the locker room at the podium. I thought he looks fine, but there's no question it was a cold game and he took a lot of hits, especially to that shoulder. So mm. it's, it's not good leading into the playoffs. Elliot, uh, Sirianni will talk coming up in about two hours, and I know John and Ike will carry that press conference. Um, what's the most important question to ask Sirianni uh, for the stretch run and after that game? Yeah, I'm not sure Sirianni is speaking today. I think oh. they're doing things a bit different because it's a short week. Um, I could be wrong with that, but I believe that that's what their plan is. But mm. but, but when gotcha. he does talk, yeah, when he does talk, I mean, I do think the most important question is related to health. You know, how is he going to handle this game on Saturday? How is Jalen feeling? Is he concerned about the hits Jalen's taking? That's the biggest priority for this team over the next three weeks, staying healthy and getting ready for the playoffs. All right. Elliot, wonderful stuff as always, man. Thanks so much, bud. Yep, talk to you guys. All right, there he is, Elliot Shore Parks. I mean, James, are you with him at all on the considering not playing players thing? Absolutely. Yeah, of course I am. All right, so talk to me. Why? Well, I think he made a lot of good points. Look, the Eagles either need one win or one Dallas-Minnesota loss, and they clinch. Like, it's not just a win. They just they have a magic number of one. If it were, I mean, they're going to get the ones. They're going to get the ones, right? We want them to play against the Saints anyway, right? We want to get that draft pick game, all that. 
Why would you go against a team that you theoretically and very likely will play in the playoffs the way this shakes out? Yep. Why would you show them anything? Why would you put your guys in danger on a short week coming off a game in the freaking freezing cold where you guys got beat the hell up? You're going third straight road game? Like, why? Why? I get it. It's fun. You want to be down. But come on, man. Like, you want to win the Super Bowl. It's about winning the Super Bowl. It's about winning the Super Bowl. It's about measuring risk. And they've done a great job with it all year at Elliott's Point. Whether it's the preseason stuff, which they were right about. Everyone who yelled, whatever, wrong. They were right. Right? And, like, it's all about winning the Super Bowl. It's all about being healthy for that moment. Like, why wouldn't you consider it at least? I'm not saying you have to. And they won't. But, like, they should certainly consider it. If it's all about winning the Super Bowl, you want to lock up that one seed. And I don't think sitting on this and waiting it out and sort of meandering your way into the postseason is the way you go about this. And I do think that Saints game, they're going to play. So, so well, I think that's part of James' Even point. less of a reason. John, exactly. I think that's part of his point. Because they're going to play against the Saints for that draft pick, what James it's is saying. crazy. I'm just it's saying what he's saying is punt, punt, punt on the Dallas game. the dogs and – punt on a divisional opponent I I just I can't imagine that happening well look I too am struggling to imagine it happening I will say James you grabbed my attention there I I, I'm not comfortable with it but (laughs) I you know there's a lot in life these days we're getting used to not being comfortable with like the Eagles not playing anything in the preseason and not you know and guys are just stretching in training camp instead of hitting and uh John these players get days off on Wednesdays and Thursdays for something called uh, let's see what it's called. Rest. So player rest. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, resting. Player. All right. Well, we'll 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 throw that in the mix, and I'm sure we'll be discussing that as we move forward with the week. Let's go to the phone. I'll tell you what. The NFL will not be happy if the Eagles shut it down. By the way, the Eagles would probably be. I don't know this, but I can't imagine I'm not thinking accurately here. They would probably, John, be the first team in the history of professional football to shut players down before clinching the one seed. Right? I mean, that seems unfathomable that that would have ever occurred before. All right. Well, if you want to react to that, you certainly can. Let's go to Brian in Wilmington right now. Hi, Brian. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, Brian. Love the show. Uh, It's hard to realistically uh, differ from what you guys say. You guys know what you're talking about, so I love listening. Uh, Definitely on your guys' side for pretty much everything you said, but – let me just say this. I, I've been a Philly uh, Eagles, a Philly fan in general, 360 yep. for my whole life. I'm 36. I've moved to California. I've moved to Houston. Uh, still an Eagles fan. I've watched mostly every single game. Uh, and well, I will say, when we were in the World Series, when we were in the World Series uh, for the Phillies, it was very, uh, I think, energetic and explosive of the city to have the Eagles come through and at this point be undefeated. Uh, but looking at when we were, you know, contention for Super Bowl potentially, and we actually won that year, um, I was watching LeGarrette Blunt run the ball. I'm watching Smallwood run, run the ball. I'm watching uh, defenses just get tired out. Um, if you notice last uh, game that we just had yesterday, uh, the possession was in uh, not our favor. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't have much time first and second quarter. With, well, first off, they the can't, well, to be clear, Brian, they turned the ball over a couple times, so that was part of it. Of course, but what I'm saying for a key here is our defense was just getting tired, honestly. Uh, I believe that we, we run that ball. Uh, we don't really utilize uh, Hurts. I think staying in is a great option for him, 
uh, he will absolutely. I don't. I don't agree with you, Brian. I really don't. I, I I know what you're saying. You're nitpicking a game where they didn't control the time of possession as much as they normally do. But to make a sweeping conclusion that the Eagles essentially are not um, uh, scheming things up the right way or deploying their resources the right way, I just think that's inaccurate. Well, I mean, look, I would love to see Jalen uh, just sit back, have Minshew come in and then do what he does. Uh, I think that would be a great option. Uh, I'm cool with it either way, but after yeah. seeing uh, some hits that he took yesterday, yeah, I mean, no game is easy. No all right, all right listen, Brian, easy. we got you. I mean, John, maybe there's more people out there that don't want to play the Eagle starters against Dallas than I would think. I mean, to me, that's shocking, but I, I, I guess everyone rev your engines and I'm we'll see where people's opinions go this week. Just dead set against it. Well, let me ask you. You, you okay. have to go and, and actually – Cinch this up. Let right? me ask you this question. John, let me ask you a question. I think it's a reasonable question to be asked. If you had to choose one of the next two games to play your starters versus Dallas or versus the Saints, which one would you prefer the Eagles play their starters in? If I have to choose one, why do I have to choose one? Well, you don't, but they might it's only play in one. Yeah, just if you had like, to. Why is it just the bare minimum is appropriate? Well, for like, just like, to be clear, I, Andy, I don't Andy, accept that well, the bare no, minimum but just is. You didn't accept the bare minimum. But, but, no, no, hold on, hold on. John, you and your 4 Eagles did accept it. You guys got shut down with two games left. Andy Reid said, we ain't playing starters. So it actually happened to you. Now, you happen to be injured. But what was Donovan going to say? Nope, I'm playing Big Red. No, Andy's like, everyone get your butt on the bench. And for two games, the Eagles didn't try. I mean, they played the starters in the 15th game for like a possession. And then he got the whole team out. They didn't play the rest of the game. They didn't play it all with the 16th game. Like, okay. He just and said. That, and that was when every when the deal was sealed. The deal it, was sealed. It, it was, the deal is not well, sealed. Yeah, okay, fair, so fair point. So you have to go out and play this game like it's your last and make this thing happen. And then the game after that, it happens to be an extenuating circumstance where I do believe you should try to put them away, too. I, I agree with that. For draft purposes, At least I, for I, this team moving forward. I think I, I do. I, I I think it's important. James, what do you got in there from a Philly standpoint? Talk yeah, so the Phillies are starting their season against the Rangers Thursday, March 30th. ESPN just announced. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Slow, slow down. Eagle, Phillies, Rangers. That's a horrible first game. Yeah, it's a horrible first This was home, announced a Home or away? It's away. It's in Texas. Oh, for the love of yes. God. So they start on the road against an American League team. Yeah, which also really oh, dumb too, because they're in Texas with a. I think they have a dome there, and they still have the day off after. It's Thursday, and then they're off Friday for like rain delay days or whatever. I but they're hate in that. Texas, which is super dumb. But uh, ESPN just announced Phillies Rangers will be the very first Sunday night baseball game of the season. Okay, so a national start to the season for the Phillies. Well, that part is fun. So someone in the National League has to play someone in the American League. At all times, because there's 15 National League Correct. teams and there's 15 American League teams. So on opening day, there's always one National League team that plays one American League team. Phillies happen to get stuck with that. That's a negative. That's a, a bummer of a start. But, and by the way, that'll be against DeGrom. Well, it, right? yeah, it, well, no, that game, DeGrom will probably be the opener. They'll open the season against DeGrom. The Sunday night game will be the third game of the season. Oh, so. you're saying the Sunday night 
They will be the Sunday night, oh, first Sunday saying, night baseball game of the year. I, got, the I thought you were saying Rangers. Thursday is, is no, a, no, no. Thursday is just a day of baseball. Uh, well, they will face Degrom to start. They'll face Degrom to start the season. Yeah, no I mean, doubt. John, it'll be also real quick though, with Wheeler this, versus Degrom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that part's is. cool. That's super cool. With the scheduling though, it will be a little different this year because it is the balanced scheduling. This is the year they're changing over where they will not just play the NL East a bunch. They're playing all teams right. equally, so it's going to be a very different type of season all national league teams equal all, i believe it's all teams well period. it's not all and they're not playing they're the playing A's the american league a lot more they're playing every team in baseball now it's a balanced schedule like they're gonna Look play into every- that. there's no way they play the american league teams as much as they play the mess and not at, oh and no not quite as much but it's a lot less dude like they're they you, cut but it i'm down. saying that you said yeah. all it's not no, all, no, no, all not quite as much but it's close it's, it's okay. pretty wild i'll check okay. out the exact details all right show to camera and uh john richie on a busy day here a lot of eagles to react to we'll continue to do so on 94 wip If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you know that a great point-of-sale system can truly make a difference in your success. It's hard to find a company that offers everything you need and is willing to customize a game plan to fit your individual needs. Well, if you've been looking for the perfect POS partner, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contact functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ POS is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team will create a custom game plan that will help your business succeed. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com that's pdqpos.com t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.